0: Hello ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast. I am your host, Frank Pedor. It is currently May 20th. Friday, May 20th, 2022. Give it a second. Five, four, three, two, one. It is currently 9.21 PM Eastern Time. Yes, I literally counted it down. You're welcome. How are you doing this week? What's going on? It's been a while. It's been um, seven days, you know, seven days of waking up and going back asleep. Uh, You know, generally, you know, one time a day for both of those events. But hey, sometimes more. Sometimes we need naps. God knows I've been falling asleep when I get home from work. But, uh, you know, I'm like sitting on the couch and just trying to watch a little bit of TV after dinner. I'm nodding off. It's nuts. It's nuts yes anyway enough about me how about you what's going on what did you do this week did you uh did you have fun did you do anything exciting did you just kind of were you just a little bit of a couch potato i mean that's fine too i love being a couch potato been trying to get a little more active but you know what were you have you tried to get a little more active have you hit the gym gone out for a walk maybe uh did a little bit of uh, do people still do jumping jacks jump rope People still do that. It's good for you. I recommend it. Recommend it. And water. Drink that water. But no matter how your week was, I'm sure you did everything that you could in order to be able to make it a little more successful, a little more, I don't know, maybe a little more um, easier for yourself. Maybe a little more challenging so that things can become easier. Did you obtain and reach that goal that you wanted? Hours sleep, number of ounces drank in a week, and a day, and an hour. Did you lose a pound. Awesome. Do it. Keep it up. Keep it up. Keep those good times, those good habits, and those good efforts going. Improve yourself for the for tomorrow, for the next week, for the next year. Whatever it may be that your goals are. So, with that said, to my extreme surprise. This is episode thirty-three of the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast, and the topic I feel is going to be interesting, borderlining a couple of things, but interesting to say the least. So I hope you don't mind joining me as we venture down a rather interesting main topic. And if you uh, if you see the title, of this I'm not going to say it because by the time you play this and you you've you've read the title already so you you have an idea it's gonna be interesting we'll see what happens as I try to talk about this borderline topic but until we get into that as always we must christen this episode with a shot so here is to you my dear listener I hope sincerely that you are doing well and you continue to strive and thrive for your own improvement and betterment as you see fit here's to me for being just some angry schmo in an empty room with a microphone (laughs) and here is to episode 33 of the frankly speaking on fridays podcast ah brandy love it also please remember to communicate with me You can do so by commenting down on the bottom, wherever comments may be, on whatever platform you're listening to this. And if there's not a comment section, don't worry. I have you covered. Email the podcast at fsofpodcast at gmail.com. Suggest uh, topics of discussion. Submit articles of interest. Or if you just want to say hello, do that. fsofpodcast at gmail.com. So... Let's get down to the weekly update. It has been a very interesting week. Uh, As I mentioned last week, what the hell did I mention last week? See, that's the thing. You, You start rambling and saying things for so long. And as an adult, you repeat yourself a lot because something happens. And then even with a small circle like my own, I sometimes repeat the exact same story three to four times and you just kind of lose track of who you said what to and what you've said who to and you just kind of like yeah so this happened yeah you told me that oh so about that and that's where i am right now with this podcast but last week i said things so yay podcast release (laughs) this week was a little bit interesting last Saturday, I went out to the cemeteries, and I trimmed a couple, and it was the first trimming, so they were extra thick and heavy, and holy bejesums, it took a lot of work. But I got through it, I said hello to my cows, and I could have sworn I heard the bull having a good old romp in the barn, because there was some rhythmic bull-like moaning that was happening, and I was he doesn't have hands. So I'm not I know he's not masturbating. But I feel sorry for a cow if she was in the wake of that because it sounded serious. So mating. Interesting. Got home uh, had uh, entertained a little bit actually despite being tired and and it was raining real bad where I live. So we decided to entertain cook burgers and do it chicago style by bringing the grill into the garage and cooking out there but yes we had avenger with two r's over in order to entertain and it was a good time we enjoyed ourselves watched some streamers which i hardly ever watch other twitch streamers it was if i do it's on a very rare occasion despite streaming every so often on twitch now god it's been like A month since I've last streamed. Basically, since I started this job. I started on the 15th last month, it's now the 20th. So yeah, it's been a month since I've streamed. I've been tired and going through shit, like all of us. But like I said before on this stream, if I am on this stream, on this podcast, if I am going to stream, I want to make sure that my heart and my energy and my intentions are in the right place. Yes, I stream just to kind of relax and unwind, as some people say, but I want to do so in a way that I'm wanting to stream. I'm not forcing myself to be like, it's on the schedule, I got to do it. No, I'm there because I want to be, and I hope that if you want to be when I want to be, we want to be together. So, hey, that's how I wish to create the mood for my streams. I just haven't been feeling it. So, there's that lip smack. Come the next day, I was woken up at 6 in the morning by my roommate, uh, Queen Shelby's, and she was in a deep amount of pain because of her ear. Brought her into a clinic uh, early before, a little before, uh, 11 a.m. was our appointment. Brought her to a clinic a severe ear infection so we got our drops we got her Tylenol we got her ibuprofen and we just started treating her because that's all you can do uh and there's even suspicion uh it was, wasn't confirmed but there was suspicion uh from her that her eardrum was even oh god why am i forgetting it begins with a p perforated that sounds right Perforated, uh, yeah, perforated. Good job, me. You remembered medical terms. It's not my job. That's my sister's job. So, all you can do with a severe ear infection, or just an ear infection, or even a perforation of the eardrum, is you get all you can do is just put in the drops and wait. Do your best in which to manage the pain. That's it. So. That's what we have been doing all this week for four times a day, four drops of the ear drop medication into her right ear and Tylenol and ibuprofen. That has been her week. Today was actually the first day that she felt well enough and not in pain in order to go to work. So, wow. Speaking of work, work has been going well been learning a lot of things, been taking a lot of needed, required modules that a lot of workplaces do for you. Hell, I even remember years ago when I was a student at Illinois State University. I worked at a gas station, a couple of gas stations actually. And God, gas stations even had those stupid training modules. And of course, if you work at a gas station, the office that you have to do it to is Less than a closet. And if your manager takes up half of that closet, you're stuck (laughs) doing these horrible, stupid things for really no reason. It's a cash register. Yeah, I understand there's certain things you have to know about the system, or um, especially if you do Western Union, then you have to take things about the Patriot Act. But please, for the love of God, leave it at that. I don't give a shit about the company's slogan or logo. That's all PR crap, which the company and the CEO and the board members don't even care about. It's just legal requirements for us to know. They they don't know. They don't care. But, um, Yeah. So I've been doing that. I got past all that and I took my exams and everything is now out of the way. Literally everything. So hopefully come Monday, I will have permission from the gods above of my workplace. I mean, beyond my boss, you know, corporate, that I will be able to actually have permission to be able to start quoting people on auto, home, life, and health insurance policies. That is my job. I'm an account specialist, but primarily my boss seems to want me to focus on, uh, life insurance policies, which is going to be interesting and which is fine because I seem to be able to understand life insurance policies a lot better than, uh, automotive and collision, which those are straightforward. I get those just fine, but life insurance policies, there's just an extra bit of curiosity to them as far as how they can be manipulated, managed, and customized to an individual's unique aspect. So that is the real challenge that will be coming up next. And I look forward to it because... Life insurance and insurance in general is important. Manage that risk and protect your assets as much as possible. And again, if you have questions about insurance, email me, fsofpodcast at gmail.com. I I will just give you a basis on what I know in response to some sort of question, in some questions. I cannot be your consultant. I can just share with you the knowledge that I know out of just the state of Indiana because that's where I'm licensed. Okay, cool. So my week was fine. Otherwise just work being tired and administering medicine. It's about it. Not bad of a week, just tiring. I don't know about you. I don't know if it's just the weather. I don't know if it's just people in general, but my God, I've been sleeping so bad. I don't know about you all, but I have a couple of sleeping disorders if I haven't mentioned it before. Considering it's episode 33 of this podcast, I'm more than certain I've mentioned this. Restless leg syndrome is not fun. I'm not sure if I ever did a full and complete episode about restless leg syndrome and sleep apnea. But I have sleep apnea too. But as of right now, the sleep apnea isn't the problem. What the real problem is, is the restless leg syndrome, which I think is now just turning into full-blown limb movement disorder. And as stupid as that name is, it's, it's literally what it's called. Look it up. Unfortunately, the two are closely related, but they are not the same thing. I don't know. Maybe that's another idea for... Another podcast, another time. Let's talk about sleeping disorders. And if that's the case, I could actually bring in Queen Shelby's because she suffers from um, narcolepsy. Yeah, the poor woman. There'd be times where, you know, I'm up and making espresso at like 8 or I wake up at like 7 now. So, yeah, you know, I'll be up at like, if I'm sleeping in on a weekend, I'll be up at like 8, 8.30 feeding the cats and she won't be up till like noon maybe one sometimes and she's just she's like i didn't sleep at all i didn't go to bed till like 5 5 30 and i'd ask her why what, what happened she's like i just couldn't turn my thoughts off my my head just kept thinking my brain just kept going and i just couldn't sleep so share with me if that's an interest with you um God knows that I have a long history when it comes to sleeping disorders. As I've mentioned before, I'm 30, and I was diagnosed with restless leg syndrome when I was 13. More than half of my life, I have been dealing with sleeping disorders. So, more than half of my life, I've been tired. (laughs) So, let's just put it at that, shall we? But that's my week. Pretty good. Tomorrow I'm going to a fun little event at a local vineyard. Yeah. I mean, that's really all I can say, I suppose. On to the next week. And, you know, hopefully getting a little bit more rest. I do plan on sleeping in tomorrow, which is going to be awesome. What is that? (laughs) Sweet dreams to us all. So that was my week. And again, I hope your week was good too. I really do. Just keep doing the best that you can with what you have and always strive to continue to better yourself. Okay. Right. So here we go. Let's talk about the main topic. And I don't know why this came to my mind. It was just, it was literally a random thought. And this is what we're going to be talking about. We're going to be talking about the N-word. Straight up. Now, as you may imagine, just based on the podcast artwork, or if you've never seen a picture of me, that that podcast artwork that you can see with me, you know, holding a piece of paper and the microphone headset and the two cats on the table, that's basically a very good rendition of me. Yeah, she even has it so that, you know, my beard actually doesn't connect, which is true. That's how my beard grows. Mustache, soul patch, goatee, connects under the chin. And then I got the little you know stuff on the side here. You hear that? Maybe not. I'm scratching my face. So that is a very good picture of me. I am indeed white, Caucasian, whatever you want to call it. My lineage comes from basically the Czech area of Europe. My heritage comes from Bohemia, the actual country Bohemia, which no longer exists anymore, which is why I said the Czech area of Europe. So yes, I am white. I cannot say the N-word. I do not wish to say the N-word. Because there's really no point for me to do so. So, whatever. Why do I mention the N-word? I mention the N-word because for a while now, um, at least beginning, at least when I can remember, the N-word started becoming more... I don't know, uh, a part of my life when I was in high school. And I say that, one, because of literature, but two, also just because of news. Specifically with celebrities saying the N-word when they shouldn't, or in a bad way, or against someone, or just, just in general. And the backlash is extremely unrelenting. And of course, depending upon the context, it varies of its severity. But I remember, I think, the first time that I, like, heard or saw of it was, excuse me, in two different instances. One of them was with Paula Dean, and the other one was with Michael Richards. And if you don't know who Michael Richards is, you would... Because he is the actor, or the comedian rather, who was Kramer and Jerry Springer. And I will be talking about him, but I remember on the news when that happened. And that happened in 2006. So I was a freshman in high school. I remember just seeing him at that comedy club and the low quality cell phone footage and him just, you know, what was it, look, and N-word, he's an N-word, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, I just remember seeing that over and over as the news carried on, and that, I think, was, like, the very first, like, what is the N-word, why is the N-word, and... What, what, what? Just what is it? What's the history of it? I didn't actually start, like, wanting or trying to understand the ramifications and the significance of the N-word until that. And I remember watching, I forget, uh... I forget which talk show it was that he went on via video, but I remember Jerry Springer was, uh... Who's that individual that I don't like as a talk show host? Jimmy Fallon? I think Jerry Springer went on Jimmy Fallon in order to defend uh, Michael Richard for that outburst and that rant. And I just remember that was a very, like, uh, awkward segment that happens. I suppose props to that late night show host for trying to help out a comedian, but ugh, cringe, very much cringe. Anyway, those two are not the only instances where the n-word has come across people. And luckily, I was able to find an article that has a list of, let's see, I think it was like 11 or 12 different celebrities. 11. 11 different celebrities that just gives a very brief when and what and just some sort of snipe comment underneath. I decided to take a couple of those examples and just see what happened to them. This is when it happened. What happened to their production? Now, I will say this much. While this idea is interesting to me, It is not a fully researched thing. Again, I apologize, especially with this past week, I have been very tired, uh, just because, you know, sleep and proper rest escapes me on a nightly basis. So while I was having this idea just fester in my mind for about the past six days or so, I did my best in order to be able to want to solidify exactly what I wish to speak about, and it was... White celebrities using the N-word facing consequences as a result of that N-word and trying to look at their productivity of jobs from before they said it, the year that they said it, and then after the fact. And you obviously you can see a bit of a uh, of a of a of a pattern that happens. So like I said, there was 11 people on that list, which of course, all articles are posted in the description so that you can read it yourself. And I'm not really going to be reading a whole lot of articles, I'm going to be reading segments of things. And a lot of my sources that I will be using is IMDb. Because where else would I go in order to look up an actor's or celebrities' involvement? that i am i am db i will do my best to post everything that i find within the description below but the only real articles that you will find in order to be able to read is the one that i found on essence.com entitled famous celebrity n-word slip-ups uh updated october 29th 2020 and another one about a very recent happening of this year which i will get to at the very end so we're gonna move on then to the first person that's on the list of the article over at essence.com but also someone we all kind of know but it's like okay exactly that and of course we begin with paris hilton paris hilton said the n-word back in 2007 um I guess she was with her young sister, Nikki Hilton, uh, videotaped at a party, drinking, slightly intoxicated, uh, with Biggie Smalls. I'm actually reading the article right now, Essence.com. With Biggie Smalls playing in the background, Paris looked at the camera and said, we're like two N-words. Uh, it wasn't even her first incident using the word a few years prior. Paris was caught on tape referring to two black men as dumb and words. So couple, a few years prior. So we're looking at 2004, 2007, uh, obviously with the video evidence in 2007, she probably came under a lot of, uh, of scrutiny. So I am D B. If I say I am BD, apologies. Again, a little bit of dyslexia. So we look at her, and she actually has a really interesting history as far as her actress credits go. Uh, she has some producer stuff, which she has done more recently, but again, I'll get, I'll get to that in a moment. So 1992, girl, uh, she was in Wishman, Girl on Beach, and until 2001, she was in Zoolander by herself. And then let's see. Vincent Gallo, Honey Bunny, Sweetie Pie, Nine Lives. Let's see, we're in 2002 right now. Whatever, Q-I-K-2-J-D-G. Uh, some sort of short something or other. 2003, Wonderland, she was Barbie. Uh, the Cat in the Hat, female club goer. L.A. Nights, Sadie. 2004 one two three four five six seven eight projects that she did uh, let's see a music video episode in a TV series as a cameo I presume some video one the, she was in the OC as Kate uh, for an episode so cameo and she was on the George Lopez TV series as Ashley or Lorraine whatever so. We're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, 2005, she was in House of Wax as Paige. I remember watching that. Uh, Carl Jr.'s Paris Hilton commercial. Paris Hilton's stars are blind. 2006, snakes on a plane as an uncredited passenger. So she was just there. Let's see. Paris Hilton, jealousy. Bottoms up. Paris Hilton, nothing in this world. Music videos. All right. And then... 2007. One thing. Stories. USA Sadie. Segment LA Nights. So just something that she did previously a few years back. So basically nothing in 2008 except my name is Earl. She was herself in a cameo. Let's see. Repo short stuff, short stuff, Rex, a TV movie in 2009. She was a cameo in Supernatural. So just super small one things. That's it. Not until 2010 does she have a little bit of stride of some things, but it was just short uh, TV movie where she, uh, let's see, The Dog Who Saved Christmas Vacation, a TV movie. She was a voice for that. And then She did a short. Music video, music video. Like, it's just so small. Now, granted, she is a model as well. So, they don't do modeling stuff here. She has a bunch of, like, self-credited stuff. 268, but that's it. Like, not, like, big, major stuff. It's all just such small like, ugh. The Real Housewives. Yeah, that's probably what she's most known for, right? Talk show guests. Like, it's it's nothing substantial. And what benefit did she get by saying that this is Paris, cooking with Paris, Paris in love? Like, oh, my God, it's cringy. None of the... Anyway... So yeah, she did a lot of like the only thing that she could do other than being like, Hey, I'm a model. I'm hot. And I said this word, it's just a bunch of self stuff. Like, listen to this, um, the simple life, uh, Paris Hilton's BFF Thanksgiving special, Paris Hilton's, my new BFF reunion special, Paris Hilton's British best friend. Uh, Paris Hilton's My New BFF, The World According to Paris, who the hell cares? This is Paris, Paris in love. It's just a bunch of self-promotional stuff and a lot of executive producer stuffs. But that makes sense because why wouldn't she want to produce things that is about her? So, I guess with her, yeah, she said it, but kind of in a way, she didn't really face much scrutiny. She did so many just, hey, I'm hot, let me be a part of this. And they're like, yeah, okay, here's a small thing. And she got, and, and she did. I don't know if this one really counts, but it's Mel Gibson as our next celebrity. I mean, what's there to say about Mel Gibson? The man has gone on anti-Semitic rants. Um, He's said the n-word many times he's been a belligerent drunk many times didn't he uh god didn't he like punch someone too i don't know anyway mel gibson went ahead on his tangent uh i think back around 2010 or so it would seem anyway yeah in 2010 He went on his own fun, dramatic intentions of what I just previously said. And while he had a fairly fruitful uh, filmography, let's see, began in 1977 with Summer City. He was on The Sullivans, Cop Shop, let's see, Mad Max as Max in 1979, oh let's skip ahead shall we because he's done a lot let's see lethal weapon lethal weapon two air america lethal weapon three the man without a face i'm sure must be chilly casper as an uncredited pocahontas oh yeah he was the voice of john smith in 1995 pocahontas i absolutely completely forgot about that lethal weapon four he was in the simpsons as himself chicken run as rocky I love Chicken Run too. So, when I say this, it was uh, 2010. 2010, let's get to 2010. Let's see, here we go. All right, so in 2010, he did Edge of Darkness as Craven. 2011, 2011. So basically, he looks like he took a hiatus because from Complete Savages, the TV series, ended in 05. And then he just did Edge of Darkness in 2010. More than likely something happened, or he just decided to take it off. But right at 2010, when the N-word dropped, he did Edge of Darkness, 2010, 2011, The Beaver, a short, uh, whatever short is, 2012, Get the Gringo as a Driver, so Probably a short film or a cameo. Machete Kills as Voss 2014, The Expendables 3. 2016, Bloodfather. 2017, Daddy's Home 2. 2018, Dragged Across Concrete. 2019, The Professor and the Madman. 2020 is when he actually started to, like, do things. Boss Level as Colonel Clive Venter. Force of Nature as Ray and Fat Man as Chris. (laughs) 2011, he it was in Dangerous as Dr. Elder Wood, and 2011 also in Last Looks as Alistair Pinch, whatever they are. Here's the thing. 2022, he was in Panama, Agent Game, Father Stew, Hot Seat, which is completed now, and in post-production right now is Boys of Summer, Bandit, and On the Line, and... He is currently filming the Continental, a TV miniseries, and it is rumored that Lethal Weapon 5 is coming out. So it has literally taken him a decade to get away from all the bad press that he had and is now basically coming back with more projects than ever before in his career, or certainly at least in a very very long time it looks like 1979 was a good year for him 1981 was a very good year for him and that's it 2022 seems to be where he's really striving back so 10 years essentially for him to be able to step back into the light and maybe have people forget what he has said and or done. But with the internet being the internet, no one ever truly forgets because it is always going to be present. Always, always, always. Hell, there are things now with, uh, you know, I hate to mention this, but there are things now within the Depp and Heard case that's being brought back from like the 1990s. Like, really? How is something from all the way back in the 1990s relevant in 2022. That's at at least two decades ago. Unless you're just so lost and stuck in your ways. I think after 20 years, someone is going to change. I think all of us is going to change. Hell, I'm not the same person I was a year ago, let alone... 10 years ago when I was 20. Anyway, I digress. Let's look at Charlie Sheen, shall we? Charlie Sheen has been a rather interesting man. Um, honestly, I didn't even know who Charlie Sheen was until the whole uh, two and a half men thing happened. And he was like a meme for a living meme with him going to all these interviews being, what was his catchphrase? Winning? is what he was saying, coked out of his, out of his mind. Anyway, in a voicemail uh, dated April 19th, 2005, the two-and-a-half-man star can be heard ending a call by referring his ex in a host of um, unpleasantries. Obviously, the N-word was one of those unpleasantries. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So here's the thing, like I said, I only know Charlie Sheen because of two and a half men. I imagine most of us do. But apparently he's been in a lot of things, and maybe I just never recognize him. The man isn't really, like, eye candy. He's okay looking, I guess. To me, anyway, speaking as a man. But we'll give him due diligence as well. So he said the n-word what was that again he uh, he said in 2005 i don't think it really actually came to light until a couple of years later uh let's see what this article says uh much like mel gibson charlie sheen came at his ex-wife denise richardson with a savage with a vengeance during a series of raging voicemails in 2018 Uh, let's see. Fuck you, you're a coward and a liar and a fucking N-word. All right. He told Richardson. Okay. Two thousand eight. Now, I had to look this up because I know because of the bad press that he was receiving, that he was essentially fired. I don't think it was just bad press. There was other reasons too as well. But he didn't finish out two and a half men because Uh, Ashton Kutcher, I believe, took his spot after the fact and went a couple more seasons and then it died out. So according to just Google, or I guess, uh, usmagazine.com, he starred starring the CBC sitcom alongside John Cryer for eight seasons before being fired in 2011 for making derogatory comments about the show's creator, Chuck Lore. So eight seasons, 2011. Is when that got him the boot. So let's see. 2008. So they stuck with him for three years after that. And then... Bye. Hmm. So, let's have a look here, shall we? I'm not going to read his beginning unless absolutely necessary. Although, 97 was a very good year for him, it would seem. 98 was pretty good, 99, 2000, he had three projects, TV movies, TV series, oh yeah, he was in the Drew Carey show, uncredited, but he was there, Uh, let's see, Spin City TV series for two years, 2000, 2002, scary movie, interesting, cameo, oh wow, and yeah, See, Two and a Half Men, 2003 to 2008. So he was in the Big Bang Theory. Um, was a cameo. He was in uh, CSI. And they made a spoof and said two and a half deaths. Charlie Sheen was uncredited. Interesting. Family Guy. Yeah, we're in 2008 right now. So fired from 2008 eight, two cameos. That's it. 2009. Nothing. 2010. Family Guy. Uh, Cameo. Wall Street. Money Never Sleeps. Bud Fox. Uncredited. Due Date. Whatever that is. That's Charlie Harper. Uh, Let's see. Anger Management. A short film in 2012. He did four projects. Uh, uncredited. A glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan III. He was Charles Swan III. He was in Scary Movie as... himself. Uh, 2013. He was in Anger Management, the TV series. Actually, saying the N-word didn't really do too much bad for him, surprisingly. He did no work in 2001, at least as far as his actor credits go within IMDb. Nothing. Music video, music video, a cameo in a TV series. He's done a lot of small things. He really hasn't done a lot of things major. Yeah, 20, I, mm. I'm just looking at this, I'm like, he hasn't even attempted to make a type of comeback yet. Uh, Let's see, um, there's a post-production going on right now for something called Ramble On as a TV series. It looks like they may have just done a pilot, but he's involved in that. So. Yeah, he had his spotlight, but it was a spotlight that was negative. He was just there because of drugs and because of just outlandish behavior. And of course, they say that any any press is good press. I disagree with that. If you're known for your cocaine habits or the fact that you beat women, like that's not good press. That's bad press, that's the type of press, especially nowadays, where you can't really spin it in a good way. Everyone is watching you all the time, intentionally or otherwise. Everyone has their phone out, and in a matter of just a few buttons, you're being recorded. Then, of course, there's just security cameras, street cameras, ATM cameras. No matter where you go, you're being watched, and anything can be captured, for better or for worse. So any press being good press in nowadays is a lie because of so much video evidence that we have going on. Might have worked out well, you know, 50 years ago because it's all just hearsay at this point. He said, she said, and if you have a really good agent and lawyer, you make anything go away. Just twist the right words, get the right PR agent. Anything can happen. All right, y'all, here we go. Michael Richards, uh, actor from Seinfeld. He went on what seemed to be a very angry explosion because, you know, I don't know if you know the story or not. He was doing stand-up at a club. And while he was doing his stand-up, his entire act, there was a table, I guess, two black gentlemen were just talking the entire time. And I guess he got fed up with it and he was losing the crowd because I don't know, maybe he was distracted by it. And so his delivery and his jokes weren't going well. And so he just just started going on this racist rant. He claims that he was trying to get some sort of shock value and then just work with the shock value in his favor. Obviously, that did not go well. That happened in 2006. Is when his rant happened of course he's done stand-up he's done a lot of comedic stuff of course he's best known as Kramer for uh, you know uh, what the hell Seinfeld duh so let's go right to Seinfeld when was Seinfeld where are you there we go 1989 to 1998 now he's done a couple of things. He actually had his own TV series, the Micah Richards show in 2000. That's all it lasted. It only had nine episodes. So as far as I am, uh, DB goes. After he attempted his own show, that was it. As far as his filmography goes, I'm sure he laid low for a while because he was in the B movie in 2007. And probably the only reason why he was in the B movie is because Jerry Seinfeld was the main actor. Uh, Mr. Uh, Richards was Bud Ditchwater, whoever that is. I've never seen the movie, so you'd have to tell me. So in 2009, uh, he was in curb your enthusiasm as himself, 2013, walk the straight a short 2013 2014 kirsty tv series he's frank baxter for 12 episodes and then 2019 he was daddy hogwood in faith hope and love that's it i'm not sure if it's because it's age how old are you mr richards Mr. Richards is now 72 years old. So back in 2006 when that happened, um, man, if math was on my better side, that'd be really great. (laughs) At least he's been married to the same woman since 2010. So he found a little bit of happiness. Well, thank you, Beth Skip, for uh, looking past that. So yeah he's just been hanging low and a part of me wonders if that's just because of because of age charlie sheen maybe not the you know oldest guy but he's also not young either but he's at least young enough to be able to be like yeah okay i can change i can come back from it paris hilton obviously extremely young mel gibson i don't know maybe his Maybe his name carries more weight. I have no idea. Because obviously he's making his huge comeback. Which is kind of scary. That's beyond the point. So yeah, Michael Richards went on that huge N-word tangent. And uh, he's he's just kind of ducked out of the world. Doing his own thing. Probably doing very low stand-up stuff. What was he doing as far as self promotions? No, even under self credits, last thing he did was in 2018. Wow. I don't know what he's doing. He's just flying really low under the radar. And then, of course, I mentioned her in the beginning, Paula Dean. And Paula Dean kind of has the exact same history as Paris Hilton. Just a bunch of self promotional stuff, except Paula Dean is, you know. She's an author, uh, she goes on a bunch of celebrity shows, uh, she does a lot of self-promotional things, let's see, Home for Dinner with, uh, let's see, Paula Deen Network, okay, the Paula Deen Network, let's get cooking. the launch trailer, which ignore that Paula Deen Network Halloween trailer, well, it's just stuff that she's been in, but see good morning America she's been on that a lot although the last time was in 2015 extra with Billy Bush 2015 the chew 2015 <laughs> a lot of 2015 2016 stuff on the Dr. Oz show of course all these are just self just come on let's get Paula Dean on here let's get some food going positive positively Paula TV series 26 episodes Fox and Friends, she's still doing that. Last time she was on there was in February, though, so God only knows what she's doing now. But something about Paula Dean and just her case, although, of course, not appropriate whatsoever, like she's... She comes from a time in a location where, you know, that was kind of just normal language and i'm sure she knew better yeah born in 1947 in albany georgia i'm sure that was brought about a lot of in her uh growing up her using it one way or another nowadays obviously not going to fly and obviously she found that out but if i remember correctly and again this is research that is not complete because busy and tired was she trying to like pass it off as a joke? Or no, she was she referred to middle-aged black people on her weight staff, as that I believe, right? Something like that. So either way, not good. Not good. Yeah, it's it's interesting nowadays, because that's obviously coming from a Caucasian family myself, that's not a word that was ever said. And like I said in the beginning of this whole thing, that really didn't become a part of my no or me being in the no until high school. And even then, I got the very obvious hint from watching what happened to Michael Richards, that's bad, don't say that. But I didn't understand why. Now I know. But it's just interesting to see the ramifications. Now, of course, this doesn't just extend to celebrities. We have seen a lot of powerful people within the business world, within, um, you know, Wall Street, within, uh, with some musicians. Uh, I don't mean like classical musicians because you hardly ever hear anything coming out of classical musicians unless they die. There's generally not like a publicized scandal. And if there is, it's going to be around such a tight community that it's not going to be on USA today. It's not going to be on, you know, TMZ or anything of that nature. But it does happen to other portions of professions. Uh, One of those professions And something that happened this year, the beginning of this year. And I will read this because it's from the New York Times and it's rather short. Uh, Or at least I'll read the majority of it because not even the majority of it. I'll just read a portion of it. So do you remember before this year began, late December, there was a Louisiana judge who was reviewing uh home security footage of like an attempted grand theft auto of their uh, of their vehicle and as she was doing so she said some unkind words and as a result of that surfacing on the internet that's the other thing that i don't understand it is one thing like why would you if i remember correctly someone was using video footage, or maybe they were just live streaming it, the video footage of their home security system on the TV. First of all, why would you ever live stream that second of all, if you weren't live streaming it? Why were you recording it? When you obviously have the footage of the security camera itself? Why are you taking a video of a TV screen? And third of all, why would you publicly post it, how did it get out? That's just why. Why do people obsess over taking unnecessary video at any time? I hardly take pictures or videos of anything because I find it unnecessary. I'm so bad at social media because I get the idea of, hey, maybe I should share this or do this. And it's just random thoughts or something of that nature. And by the time I bring my phone out and I unlock it and I pull up the app and I think about hitting the new post or whatever, I pause for a second. I'm like, why should I even bother sharing this? It's not going to really do anything. No one's really going to care. And if I do share it, why? I, I just... I don't really see a full purpose of it. So I don't post it, which is why my social media accounts are practically dead. But anyway, this Louisiana judge, uh, Michelle Odenet, uh, City Court of Lafayette, Louisiana, resigned on Friday. This was written on uh, January 1st of this year, 2022, by a Vimal Patel. Louisiana judge, uh, who could be heard on a video using a racial slur while watching security footage of a foiled burglary outside her home, has resigned, according to her lawyer, and a letter from the judge. Quote, I take full responsibility for the hurtful words I use to describe the individual who burglarized the vehicles in my home, the judge Michelle Onet of the City Court of Lafayette, Louisiana, wrote in a letter dated Friday to the Chief Justice of the Louisiana Supreme Court. I am sorry for the pain that I have caused my community and ask for your forgiveness, as my words did not foster the public's confidence and integrity for the judiciary, she wrote. Uh, She's stepping down after much reflection and prayer and in order to facilitate healing within the community. In the video, people off camera inside the judge's home can be heard using a racial slur repeatedly and laughing as they narrate security camera footage of a person trying to break into a car on December 11th. The word mom is used a few times in the clip, and at least two people in the room identified themselves as being in the security footage helping stop the burglary. Ms. Odinett's lawyer, Dane S., uh, later confirmed that she had used a racial slur in the video, which did not show the faces of those speaking. Again, why are they in a video? Why are they taking a video of... Anyway. Anyway. But yeah, I'm, I'm not going to read the rest of that because my point has already been made. It is... If you are not permitted... Or I guess... Um, how to put this? There's just very few people who are able to say the word and for good historical and obvious reasons and for those of you who do and are caught these are the consequences nowadays and at the same time it seems so easy not to say it and something that i've noticed is that it all seems to be to a point of ego and ethics. Paula Dean, raised in the South, old, born in 1947, so again, like I said before, she's going to be around that language growing up. Charlie Sheen, kind of an arrogant dick and probably high out of his mind most of the time, so any thought that came across his mind, he was probably going to say it. This Louisiana judge, I don't know what her story was. She claims that she was on something, but at the same time, why say it? There are better choices. Also, why would you have someone recording a TV? It's dumb. Why was it posted? Who posted it? Anyway, Mel Gibson seems to live in his own world. Michael Richard just made a huge mistake out of frustration. And Paris Hilton is just young and dumb. As far as the rest of the people, I have no idea. All I can say and recommend to you is don't. Just just don't. It's easy. Yes, you know it ex- the word exists. Yes, you know. You probably shouldn't say it. So, don't. There's literally over a million words in the English language. You can do a lot better. (laughs) Ramifications are real, especially nowadays. And like I said before, with cameras being literally in everyone's pocket and can be brought out and recording in just a second or two, just don't. Just abolish that word from your... Vocabulary and it's not a word to be said, it's as simple as that. Don't do it, don't be like one of these celebrities. Don't be another, just don't be another idiot white person saying something you shouldn't. End of story. So, different type of podcast, I know, but god, it just that's the pattern. White celebrities. Get caught saying the N-word or just going on a racist rant or this or that. And uh, they suffer huge consequences, endorsements, promotions, gigs, cut, gone. Millions of dollars and opportunity, gone. And then you just lurk in the shadows of of others and of your former self. That's the pattern unless you're Mel Gibson, then you wait a decade and then you come back. So that's the podcast. Very different podcast. Interesting. I think just, just don't. So with that said, thank you for listening. This has been the Frankly Speaking on Fridays podcast. It is found on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts, and Google. Podcasts. email the podcast at fsofpodcast at gmail.com and you know like i said before go ahead and send me um uh, suggest topics to discuss articles of interest or just say hello fsofpodcast at gmail.com and keep practicing as i always say so it doesn't hurt you or anyone else keep practicing strive towards those goals and for the betterment of yourself i'm going to do so by sleeping in tomorrow because God knows I need rest. So I hope you do the same. Okay. Take care of yourselves. The next time I will be back with the podcast will be the 27th of May. Don't know what we're going to talk about. I have ideas, but I'll, I'll, I'll get something for us. Okay. So you have yourselves a lovely weekend and a lovely week. I will talk to you all next week. And until then, au revoir.